It's a scared cat podcast. It's cats that are scared, and it's a podcast. Let's get out to do it. Shit, where's my notebook? Oh my gosh, he's not I even got it. ready. I got it. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. We're here. We're ready to go. We're ready to go. Everybody, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to the boat black. Oh, buddy. And we're back. Oh, buddy, oh, buddy. We're here. We're live from Minneapolis. Oh, oh man. Oh, no. We're live from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We're live. It's the Scary Cats Podcast. And then we come in. And the crowd goes wild. The drums playing. Yeah. Guys, I found a wine. Guess what it's called? Where's my coffee? Is that what it's called? No. It's called 19 Crimes. And it looks so cool. And there's like a mugshot of a dude on it that looks like from the old days. And it's really awesome. And it's not bad. It's, what is it, Sauvignon? So, I thought it was Capsav. Capsavignon? Cabernet Sauvignon. Cabernet Sauvignon? I don't know how to talk fancy wines. Capsav. Capsav? Cab. Cab. Cabernet Sauvignon. Sauvignon? Sauvignon? Capsav. I just like to say it. Let me just situate it here. I got a real, I got a real story for you guys. I'm pumped up about this story, man. <laughs> my my oh. story was like, oh, I'm gonna do this, and then it turned into something completely different, kinda. Okay. It just, it, there was so much that I couldn't not. So much information. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, should we just jump into it? Should we like talk about our lives a little? Like we just went to the Minneapolis, Minnesota State Fair for yeah. the first time. Yeah. Lots of people. So many people. So much fried food. Lots. A thousand pound pumpkin. Butter sculpture of Princess K from the Milky Way. 4-H club, which I thought was different, but it's still cool. Just regular, all cool stuff. Just all the cool stuff. I'm back in school. Brian is back in... He had his first week of school last week. Computer networking systems. We're so Five fun. classes. Yeah, he's reading every day. Yeah, a lot of reading. A lot of big books. Big books. Yeah. But it's pretty fun. And I should be able to build our website after this oh my god that'd be so cool yeah yeah Yeah. it's all files it's all files within files all files within files it's fucking nuts man the the internet and the cloud is a lot less magical to me now that i know how it actually works it's not that's how it usually goes it's not just this thing that exists that's like me with photoshop like i used to be like looking at people's photos like how did they do that this is amazing and i'm like bish it's really not that hard takes a little time but not hard yeah it's one funny. of the big things for me was like you know how like we're connected to other countries across seas we had to lay that cable yeah in the ocean and the first time that they tried to lay cable it broke three-fourths of the way through and they had to start all over oh no it was nuts. <laughs> wait did they get electrocuted no it's just like they're laying the cable it wasn't on or anything yet. Oh, Just right. Like that makes sense. Cable. Like, don't turn it on. Yeah. Until it's like, don't work. Done. Don't don't work hot. Don't be hot. I was me. thinking like live wires, and then the whole ocean's electric. Okay, let me set my wines down, so we can rock paper scissors. Rock paper scissors. Oh, ready for this? Dang it, he got in my head. Okay, first or last? So I think I gotta go first. I had a feeling, I had a with feeling. With this story, man, I'm right. pumped. I'm pumped up about this one. Okay. 
What are we doing? Have you ever heard of the phenomenon or the, well, I don't know if it's the phenomenon called missing 411 or the missing 411 phenomena? Like 411, like the info people? I don't know what the origin is, but. What's the 411? You know? That's just what it's called. No, I'm saying like that's what people say. It's, what's oh, the 411? Yeah. It's like, what's the information? Yeah. No, I have not heard of this. And David Paul Polides. Paulides. Definitely haven't heard of him. Paulides. I'm just going to call him Paul. Okay. Even though his name's David. What? I like Paul better. Yeah, but like, is he still alive? Yeah. Do you think he, well, he wants to be called... You know what? Do your thing. Yeah, it's Paul. Okay. Because I, cause I wrote Paul oh. the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't write David. I just I abbreviated Paul, Paulides. Paulides. I don't... Paulides. I think it's Paulides. Paulides. All right. So, David Paulides... Let's go with that one. It's like Greg Pakaitis. Who's that? Grape? Greg Pakaitis from Parks and Rec. He's the one that fucks up the Parks and Rec office and then leaves a peach pit. Ah, that mm-hmm. kid. Yeah. All right. So, Politis is a former California police officer. And after he retired, you know, he's big on investigating. He's a big investigative guy. He's known to be a great investigator. Mm-hmm. So he starts after his retirement doing some research into disappearances in the national park system. Oh, my God. Are there stairs involved? No. Okay. Oh, my God. I did gosh. see a... <laughs> Like, when I was watching a YouTube video, there was, like, a connected video that had just a staircase leading to nowhere. Yeah! So I don't know what... Yeah, that's, like, a... different thing, but... Yeah, okay. There's, like, a thing on Reddit of this guy that was, like, a search and rescue person. He tells the, all the stories, and there's, like, in in it, he, like, talks about the staircases in the national parks and how they just, like, show up out of nowhere, they'll disappear out of nowhere, and you're not supposed to, like, go on them. Like, bad things happen when you go on them, yeah, but they never... It's like very mysterious. It's like the like, Harry Potter staircases. I don't know what that is, but move. it's like all the, it's all different types of staircases and stuff. It's yeah. crazy. I'll have to look at that video then, because there was there was definitely a video I like watch that. I watch it with you. But there there's actually something. So he came out with a documentary on this whole thing. Oh, that's shit. on Hulu right now. We can watch it tonight <gasps> yeah. if you want. Okay. I might have something for us to watch now. Okay. 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 So he's doing some research at a national park. This is like early days. He's just like trying to get some info. And he's at this park and he goes out, does some viewing of scenes and stuff like that. And he goes back to his hotel and two park rangers separately come to his hotel and they tell him that they've worked in, you know, this park and other parks um, on other missing persons cases. And there were there's some peculiarities mm-hmm. in these cases that they're working. So they came and they said, you know, people are disappearing in populated areas where they should be seen. Well-covered areas of the park, like, you know, well-trafficked, you know, in the middle of the park where a lot of people go. And when people did go missing, there was like this seven to ten day period where there was a lot of press. Like mm-hmm. a lot of like, let's find them blah 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 which is pretty normal but then there's nothing no follow-up no like oh no you know so after hearing this paulitis polides paul (laughs) i don't know why it makes me think of achilles polides i was gonna say polides made me think of the the stars the pleiades (laughs) what's that guy what's that um mythical guy that starts with a p 
Like it's he flew too close to the sun, or he was as Apollo. No, Apollo didn't fly too close to the sun. Oh no, that was um. Like some Icarus. What's his dad's name? Or maybe I'm thinking, who's the guy that stole fire for humans? Um, and Prometheus. Then, yes, that's what Yeah, real dog. Real dog. Yeah, thanks, homie. Yeah, yeah. All right, so after hearing this from the park rangers, Paul goes ahead and files a Freedom of Information Act request, which is like just getting information from yeah. the government, to get a list of all the people that have gone missing in the national parks. So he's waiting for this list. Six weeks later, he gets a call from an attorney representing the park service oh gosh asking why he wants the information now the way the freedom of information act works states that they cannot like use your reason for wanting the information to not give you the information yeah so just the fact that they're asking about this information is not technically illegal but not cool yeah because he like and then he tells him this because he's he's an ex police officer so he's like you don't you aren't supposed to ask me this information right and the attorney is just like oh well i mean you'll get the information no matter what we just want to know why you're using it which okay why do you freaking care (laughs) like wouldn't you be excited somebody wants to look into this shit right where is he right now sorry i i didn't know if he was by one of the national parks or something i'm not sure exactly where that first incident happened um he goes all around gotcha um to the different parks. Yeah. He actually, I'll mention it later, but he runs a YouTube channel where he goes to the sites and, like, wow. explains the cases and stuff. I watched a few of them. They're kind of creepy. Ooh, oh, my um, gosh. So intrigued. Okay. Continue. So the attorney tells him that he'll get it no matter what, but he wants to know the reason. So he tells him he's doing some research, mm-hmm. you know, blanket statement. So that's the end of that conversation. And they come back, the attorney, and they tell him that no such list exists. No missing persons list exists, which uh, A, is hard to believe Yeah. because if you go to any police department and ask for a list of missing persons, you're going to get that list. Yeah, like a giant list. Yeah. And even if it wasn't like all together, like a list from like all national parks in one list, like you can get the information, pull the information together and give it to them. Like yeah. there's no reason they couldn't figure that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> But, well, that too, that's that's my next point. Okay. There's something to do with that. But the thing is, the National Park Service, which I didn't know, has a federally trained police force. Really? Like, it's like, besides the park rangers and stuff, they have a police force that is federally trained to oversee the parks. So it's like, just what? like any other police officer or police department, probably even better. So they're like their own police department? I mean, yeah, like. Like, they're not a part of, like, the town's police department. I don't believe so. It's just, like, it's kind of like you would train your police department. It's just, I think since it's a federal land, they have to be trained by federal federal people. Okay. So, after hearing that the list was not available, apparently there's an exemption thingy for authors where you can request that they put together this information. Mm. Um, so he had done a few books before, and they came back, and they said that he did not meet the qualification requirements because his books were not in enough libraries. Bitch, what? 
<laughs> oh my god, that should not matter. That's yeah. well, that that doesn't exist. Okay, I like, was that's like, literally not a requirement. Yeah, and he told them that, and they said it was an internal policy that they have. Oh my god, this is so corrupt. Yeah, exactly. Oh that's god. what I was thinking. Like all through this, I was like. The National Park Service, when I think about it, it's like, yeah, that's the shit. They're awesome. Yeah. But they're still a part of the government. Like right. It's still a government organization that God is very it. open to corruption. But a lot of this, he did make the point that this is higher ups in, mm-hmm. in the National Park Service. This isn't the park rangers that like yeah. are like the heart and soul of the National Park Service. Right. They're just like all about the land. and Yeah, they're doing God's work. Yeah. They're it's doing the, it, Mother Nature yeah. work. They're doing. He said that. That's why I was in my work. head. <laughs> they're doing the work that needs to be done. Yeah, yeah. And then there's those like fatties up in the office, like, well, I just eat yeah. cheeseburgers and put pencil pushers. I'm gonna rain on your parade. Getting kicked And do backs. some sketchy stuff in your parks, but I'll give you. I'll let you think you're in charge of the parks because. I need somebody to do the boring work. Yeah. 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 Give me a cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. All right. So he asks then if he can pay to have the information collected. Mm -hmm. Pretty normal request. They come back and tell him that just for Yosemite Mm -hmm. National Park in California, which we will later see is the biggest, like the big cluster of disappearing people, actually the biggest cluster in the world what? of people disappearing is at Yosemite National Park. And you could say that is because they have a lot of visitors and stuff like that, but that doesn't change the but, fact that yeah. it is the world's largest cluster or densest cluster, I should say. So they come back and they tell it's them. It's kind of like a clusterfuck. Yeah. The entire United States is a clusterfuck. Yeah. Of 59 clustered locations where people are disappearing. True. We also have Cluster Chuck. Have you ever heard Cluster Chuck? Oh, yeah. Chuck? That was in Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really like that much. It was decent. The place, It was the one that delivered, right? Yeah. I got it free one day when I was working. Did you get the pasta? No. I got like a burger or burrito um, or something. They had a really good pasta next time. Mm. All right. All right. Like the mac and cheese. So just for Yosemite, how much do you think they, they were going to charge him? Just to put a list together... $34,000. What? I was going to say 10000 but I was like, that's too high. $34,000. Are you freaking kidding me? And for the entire national park system, $1.4 million to put together a fucking list. <laughs> that is, oh, my God. And he, he even said, like, he talked to other journalists and stuff just to, you know, like, do you think they have a list? Mm-hmm. Not one said there that there was any possibility that they do not have a list. Right. Like, they have a list. They have to. Mm-hmm. Jeez. So their justification for this number <laughs> was paying an analyst $65 an hour, and it would take that long to get the information. So I did the math. I did the math. Okay. $1.4 million divided by $65 an hour is 21,538 hours. There are 8,760 hours in a year, so it would take 2.46 years to what? put together a list of missing people by a national government agency. No. 
No, they have a freaking Excel program that they can filter and boom, there's yeah, everything. That's what in he said. Five he was like, there's a bunch of people that came out and they're like, all right, we'll buy the National Park Service like a laptop and put Excel on it. <laughs> literally. And that's literally all you need. Just run a couple <laughs> macros and you're fucking good. Do a few V lookups and you're fine. Yeah. Oh my God. Ugh. That's crazy. And plus, Get a fucking intern to do it. That's what he said. That's, That's what he said. He was like, literally, an intern will cost nothing. Yeah. You could do it for free. It'd take like maybe 10 minutes. Boom. Ugh. And that's just the lag time on the program. Yeah. And apparently, there's a monthly letter sent into the National Park Service by each national park highlighting what happened in the park oh my gosh so like this person went missing this person went missing other happenings obviously but if a person goes yeah. missing it's going to be in the letter it's going to be in a freaking database like it has yeah. to be in a database and databases are supposed to speak we're in freaking 2019 now people mm -hmm. like it's all it's this is the most ridiculous thing i've ever heard mm -hmm. like it shouldn't take that long nope 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 like leslie do you think the government is going to listen to our podcast and be like... I already thought about it. You do a lot of government stuff. I do. Guys, I don't. But <laughs> a lot of other podcasts do a lot more government stuff, I'm okay. pretty sure. Okay, so we're safe. They're just wiretapping our whole place. Oh, well, I mean, they can hear us right now through yeah, our phones. phones. And I mean, there's no privacy left in the world, so... Retweet. So after this, uh, the National Park Service actually starts posting some missing people... On its website, which this isn't in my notes, but he was talking about some of the other lists that the National Park Service has on their website, mm -hmm. like every single movie that has ever been filmed in a national park. What? So they oh. they understand the oh. importance of keeping lists, you know? Oh, so just not, yeah. just not missing people. They, they'd rather worry about the films, you know? The films are what? are important yeah not the people so what <sighs> brian's fired up <laughs> i am man this is fucked up like this i legitimately made like i'm not a big gun guy i don't, don't think say too loud. i will i will never buy an assault rifle yeah but to have like a small firearm for when we go into the woods is like a legit possibility for us in the future now i was kind of thinking about it when we were watching parks and rec and april got a gun for her birthday from ron swanson the most best person ever Bestest. i want to get a small gun and i want to like learn how to shoot because i think that's a really important thing to know like i don't want to like oh i want to carry a gun around like no i just want no i, just, I think you can either be against guns just as a principle but if you're in a situation where you need a gun right, right. like or like if somebody was attacking you and you broke free and got their gun and you don't know how to use it you are yeah still like you're still useless like there's mm -hmm. nothing you can do to protect yourself you're gonna most likely hurt yourself or like miss completely and then still get injured like why don't you want to know how to do that stuff and like yeah. be able to defend yourself when yeah. like i know like that happens i know like on paper how to do it like kind of but i've never yeah. actually done it you know yeah i've done it my dad has got my mom one and she like i don't even think she's touched it but my yeah, dad is showing it yeah my dad took us to the range like a couple times so i kind of get it but it's still like 
I've done it probably two or three times. I haven't done it enough to like, if I was in a situation, I could boom, do need to do what I need to do, you know? Yeah. So we should go to a gun range soon. Yeah. Back Maybe. To this, back to the story. Okay. Maybe. So, oh. I just don't want to shoot. I just, I'm still, I'm not down with the whole assault rifle thing. Like any anything really besides hard. a handgun, yeah. I think should just be fucking banned at this point. But we're not gonna do an assault. It will be a handgun. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I okay. Did Too much shoot, I think I shot like maybe not a machine gun, but one of those really big guns. I forgot about that. Mm. That was in college. Hmm. Those hurt. I've never shot a gun. Well, we should take you just to like you should experience it, and we'll do like a handgun. That's reasonable. Chase. Okay. Back All right. to the story. All right. Okay. Okay. Paul. <laughs> Back to Paul. Paul. Paul is going. My over real name's Dave. Hundreds, hundreds of these missing cases, mm-hmm. and a profile starts to pop out. So, like a person profile, like a no, 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 color? like like a case, like like the way the way he put it was like you look at five missing persons cases, you're gonna see probably five set different sets of circumstances but you go over a hundred hundreds of them a profile starts yeah like a similarities yeah the way he put it he had like stacks in his office and he would put a stack here put and he just had stacks that would grow and he ended up having these wow that'd be so interesting to go through. yeah so basically people are going missing at remote campsites there's people with them that see them one minute and then they're just gone the next like this is a a subset of it and one of the keys here is they bring in search dogs and they can't find a scent like the dogs will like sniff something like the truck that they drove up in Mm -hmm. and they'll just sit down because they can't find a scent no way and they bring in cadaver dogs how did the how would that even happen are you talking ufo stuff like are people being adopted there's a lot of possible answers, probably. One thing he does is he doesn't present any possibilities. He presents the facts. There's six books I like that. called the 411. He has books about yeah, it? Yeah, there's six oh of them out. Oh my god, we have to buy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a thing. Shit. So he, from an interview I, I uh, listened to him of, of him, he basically said he doesn't want to ruin him and his team's reputation mm-hmm. because at this point he's working with search and recovery law enforcements because he presents the facts and he's right. not known as a crackpot or something like that. Yeah, like a crazy person. Yeah. That was the first thing that popped in my head because it's like since you can't just like get rid of a scent. Like somebody had to have just like been plucked off the earth to like not you know or like a river was nearby but it's like then the dog would at least go to the river it wouldn't yeah. just sit down mm-hmm. and they even bring in cadaver dogs which mm-hmm. are like dead body dogs yeah. can't find anything so the cases that he includes in his research yeah. are like crazy vetted so if there's any human intervention like criminal activity he doesn't include it if it's a voluntary disappearance, like mental health mm-hmm. issues, mm-hmm. doesn't include it. If there's any animal predation yeah. evidence, doesn't include it. And 99% of cases that he looks at, there hasn't even been a suspect named because they just wow. don't fucking know. Babe, I love the national parks. <laughs> Why are you telling me this? 
And the cases that are, there's some pretty interesting cases involving children. So there's instances where the clothes or remains of children will be found like 500 feet higher, like up on a mountain mm-hmm. than where they went missing, which is very strange because small children don't usually hike up. They usually right. just go downhill and or just play around wherever. Yeah, and like trying to get a child to go hike up a 500-foot yeah. cliff is not... The one that he presented was like... It was 500 feet, uh, 550 feet up, and like they had to use ropes almost to get up. It was oh so my steep. Gosh. Yeah. Also, phenomenal distances. There was one two-year-old that disappeared, and 19 hours later, he was found still alive, face what? down in the snow, 12 miles away. What? Over two mountain ranges in a remote location with no tracks, no evidence. What? Nothing. And that's 12 miles the crow flies. So that's like straight. Yeah, and there's no And you're way. walking a mountain in the bush. That's like Yeah. you know. How was it snowing? That could talk that could explain why there weren't tracks. Might have been snowing. Well, even in the snow, you would Well, there's snowing see for a while, I'm saying. I don't think it was. Two-year-olds can't talk, they can they? Mm-mm. Shit. Maybe a little bit. Well, like, have we talked to him recently? Like, hey, do you remember when you were two? And oh no, no, no. Like, they're at that at that age. They can't remember. Like, they don't know what goes on. I would bring it up to my child every day. <laughs> yeah. Until it can talk and tell me, like, oh yeah, the strange man took me, or like, yeah, the flying saucer. I don't know. You know. People are going to think I'm alien obsessed. I'm not. Well, I mean, it's it's just naturally where the mind goes. Something yeah. weird, you know? Alien could also mean just like the government. Yeah. So what was interesting actually about that case was to prove kind of that there's no fucking way in hell that a child of two years old could walk to that location in 19 hours. Yeah. You know, Survivor Man? survivor man les stroud yeah my boy he read the books yeah and he got in contact with the guy and was like anything you need me to do any advice you need because he's like i mean les stroud knows the backwood literally probably better than anybody on earth right so he does an episode on it where he starts at the location where he got or disappeared Uh and he walks Mm -hmm. to where he was found and he's just like, there's no way in hell. Like, he's walking through bush where he can't even see at night. It's like, it was freezing temperatures. When he when the kid disappeared, he wasn't in freezing temperatures. Yeah. But it was just nuts. Yeah. Like, there's no fucking way it could happen. And the kid wasn't injured at all, like, when they checked him out? I mean, I'm sure he had some injuries, but just the fact that he was alive is pretty nuts. Yeah. Well, I was wondering if there was, like, any, like, telltale, like, oh, this isn't a normal injury or like there was a way that's just crazy and that's the other thing like they all like people that are like the bodies that have been recovered there's no like a lot of the times the coroners have no fucking idea like how like I... there's no cause of death mm-hmm. obviously there's some animal predation after the fact mm-hmm. sometimes when they find these bodies years later 
Yeah, so the the clip I watched of Les when he's walking up to the area, and he said that he was face down in the snow with his hat and jacket next to him. What? Yeah. So, oh my god. And that's all. That's often like one one account I read. It was almost as if a person had just melted into the ground, like the pants were just in a neat. Oh, like, that's creepy. It's weird. That's creepy. And, like, oftentimes there's no shoes or clothing found. Yeah. Which I'll get into later is kind of a hypothesis of mine. Obviously, you know, I do my hypothesis. Yes, Um, your theories. But it's often no boots, uh, Mm -hmm. no clothes or anything like that. Um, Did Les make it? Yeah, he made it. Okay. Just not. Like a two-year-old couldn't make it. Yeah, but he, he, he made it. I don't know if he made it in 19 hours. I, I think he may have. Close to it. Yeah. As I said before, they're clustered. These disappearances. Mm-hmm. 59 cluster locations around the United States, and this is where I got to show you the picture of the map. So it really is a clusterfuck, U.S. Yeah, like the map is nuts. It's it's like what is what is going on. You ready? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. So what I see when I look at that map Mm -hmm. is mountain ranges. Yeah. Most of these are happening happening, uh, in the Cascade Mountains on the West Coast, the Rockies, and the Appalachian Mountain Trail over on the East Coast. Is that over here? Yeah, that's pretty much, it runs from like Maine to North Carolina or something like that. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, you know, you can you could say, yeah, that makes sense that people would be disappearing. But these are the people that fit the profile that haven't been excluded. Right. And there's just no, you know. There's Is this where Yosemite is? Yeah. That's what, yeah. It, that's it, like crazy over there. Yeah, there's Yosemite. like no space. <laughs> yeah. Looks like a little firework. Oh, there's some in Minnesota. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Creepy. But also... Uh, 80% of the disappearances happen near a body of water, like a large body of water. So if you look... I was looking at that too, yeah. The middle of the United yeah. States has none. Mm-hmm. So the, the areas farthest from the oceans, there's no disappearances. Are there national parks over there? Yeah. Okay. I don't know all the national parks. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a national park in almost every... Yeah, that makes sense. Every... Uh, state aliens in the water man bring it back well that's that's what i'm saying i believe before in this in this series podcast i have said that it's most likely for myself that the aliens are living in the ocean if they're here yeah agreed so makes sense or in the freaking mountains where you you, like don't ever hike to in the great lakes boom guys we solved this crime eight episodes ago that was the thing like he he says he like responds to everything mm-hmm. like because he he loves hearing what people think he said like nobody really can figure it out like there's nothing one thing that they can say after reading all the books mm-hmm. they're like well i thought it was going to be this but then this and this and this yeah and he said like you know a handful of people have emailed him talking about like oh i know what it is but then he's like oh well what about this what about this you know there's always a different circumstance so yeah but it's also like you gotta think okay 
kind of like with Mindhunter, we just finished Mindhunter, the second season. But it's like, you can't... Not as good as the first. Yeah, true. That's <laughs> how it usually goes, sadly. But you can't... Although it might not hit fit all the criteria of all the cases, like you have to think, well, what if this hits this fits some cases and this is what happened for some people too? Yeah. Like, although they all have similarities, there might be some that are just like well it might be similar okay i know i'm like rambling but no i wasn't saying anything i was just uh, your eyebrow <laughs> no i've drank a lot of coffee so i'm like i feel it yeah. i drink a lot of wine <laughs> i chug this a little too fast but um it's more like they might be similar but there might be different causes and like you should also mm -hmm. like look into those or yeah all possibilities yeah like it could be several things not just mm -hmm. one very specific thing yeah so i mentioned the 59 cluster locations yeah um and then Yosemite being the biggest in the world. Mm -hmm. And there's also a weird connection between boulder fields and granite locations. And the number one area for boulder fields and granite locations, Yosemite Park. And he has no idea about that one. Like, he just, like, he yeah. said it's almost, like, it's inexplicable. Like, mm -hmm. but, you know, the way I kind of thing about it is either you know it's easy to hide in boulder fields and maybe granite puts off some sort of energy that mm -hmm. aliens can harvest somehow yeah. <laughs> or the government yeah exactly i mean it could be where the real area 51 is could be so, so i'm just kind of going through some of the weird things about oh also german people a lot of germans there's a weird disparity of german people and more specifically german physicists what german physicists are disappearing like crazy are you serious apparently man we need to get a german physicist on the show or what not because it'll disappear no but he, can tell us how he <laughs> feels like what do you know that's making yeah german physicists disappear oh my gosh maybe people are getting back at them for the war hey i'm german yeah so am i we're not physicists, though, so we're probably good. All right. Suspicious. So he's gone through this whole process, and he starts talking to, you know, going around the country, talking to search and rescue law enforcement. Um, and a number of them stand up and say, yeah, this is exactly what is fucking happening, and nobody wants to talk about it. Oh, my gosh. So he ends up meeting... He ends up going to this national park, and he's sitting in, like, the lodge with one of his film crew or something and he hears a bunch of like f current park rangers and former park rangers talking and there's this one dude that's like really you know boisterous and he's talking mm -hmm. about all this weird stuff that's happening and he meets him in the parking lot and he tells him that investigators in the national park service are known as special agents yeah because they're there with the fbi <laughs> yeah and there's only like one for every few parks okay except for like the big ones like yosemite there's multiple yeah. but this guy basically he told him that he is an ex special agent oh my god and he says that there's an overwhelming lack of integrity within the upper echelons of the national park service Why? where people will just not do the right thing Come on, guys. It's a fucking national parks. Yeah. So, like, <sighs> and then also, you know, law enforcement and stuff like that will 
present something like a cougar attack or something. Like there was one case where um, they found remains like up high, like mm-hmm. I said, and the sheriff came out and said, you know, it was a cougar attack, blah, 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 blah. And the dad actually went to mountain lion experts, multiple, and said, gave him the information and said, do you think this is a mountain lion attack? And they said, not one said it was even a possibility. Yeah. So he, he brings this information to the sheriff, like after a press conference or something, the sheriff just walks away. Doesn't say a single word to him, just walks away. Punch him in the face. Yeah. I bet he's getting pressure from those higher ups. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, clean that shit up. Close yeah. the case. Whatever you have to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, break, breaks my heart. Yeah. What do those fuckers know? Mm-hmm. He needs to get an interview with those guys and just, like, get at him. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, that's basically the scenario right now. And, again, these these special agents are the upper echelon. These aren't the park rangers who are the the true OGs taking care right. of the parks. Yeah. So at this point there are six books and there's the YouTube channel and there's a website. I believe it's called Can Am. I'll have all this information on yeah. the website or on the green socials. Yeah. So it's kind of a weird situation in terms of presenting it because he doesn't have any theories yeah like he doesn't present he's all about the facts so people have speculated wild humans okay like feral humans because there's a couple of cases where what look like large men with animal skins draped over them are running through the woods Mm. prior or right after a disappearance yeah which also kind of plays into the there's often no footwear or clothing because if you're a wild human and you come across a motherfucker with a pair of boots, right? you're probably going to take those boots. Yeah. Um, This just feels very Sasquatchy, though. Well, that's the other thing. Bigfoot, obviously. Aliens have been speculated. Um, All that. So, but no one really knows anything, but there are 1,200 open cases in america right now wow and apparently this is not the only country it's happening there are nine other countries the top of which are australia and the united kingdom where this is also happening oh my gosh so what's your theory let's hear it oh man so i think i have a lot of theories (laughs) um or hypotheses I do I do tend to like the the wild human explanation mm-hmm. just because this the areas where these are happening are so vast and remote to where I mean we don't know what's going on in the mountains and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, I like the UFOs coming out of the ocean and the Great Lakes, <laughs> you know, that's just a solid one for me. You know, I can't for me, I don't really I can't really wrap my head around one thing, you know? It's yeah. just, I don't know, the German physicist thing. That's what's is, getting me. Is kind of like maybe there's some abductions happening, whether it be from government or uh, extraterrestrial type civilizations. Yeah. But yeah, I just think, and the other thing, I mean, I don't know what they are covering up but there's definitely some covering up going on yeah you know just because i've never heard of this mm-hmm. 
Same. And this is huge. Like, this is ridiculous. That's why I don't think it's, like, wild humans. Because why would we cover that up? Like, government doesn't care. Why would they care if it's wild humans? They would want to study those people or, like, do something because it's the fucking government. I definitely think it's either, like, during the war, the Germans, like, maybe figured out something about an alien and they made a deal that maybe went wrong or something and now they're getting their revenge. Um, Germans were known to be putting resources into that type of thing. Yeah, and it's like they studied humans and took apart humans with with ease. They're going to do the same to the extraterrestrial mm-hmm. dudes. And then also just like our government. Like that's the big thing to me. It's probably our fucking government testing things and like we're easier to get somebody than just like pluck i feel like you have the ability to just like zap somebody away mm-hmm. like that's so easy or you want to test like a quick thing you like shoot something down and it evaporates somebody and all of a sudden there's just like a place in this the snow where their clothes are yeah as if they just like laid down and melted into the earth you know mm-hmm. so i don't know i'm so suspicious i'm suspicious of our government just being so hushy hush about it hushy hush Okay. Well, I gotta go pee. Yeah, so do and I. And fill up my wine. Dibs. <laughs> okay. All right, what do you got for me? So, I'm doing a story that I talked about wanting to do. Do you know what is it is? The Slender Man? It is the Slender Man! Ah. So, well, it's kind of, it's like, I wanted to do it mainly Slender Man, but with how Slender Man came to be, it was very difficult to, like, actually do it, but it's now about something different called the... Slenderman 2.0. I'm going to say it wrong. The Wakesha stabbings. Wakesha stabbings. Okay. Wakesha, yeah. So, Brian just recently found out about Slenderman. I found out about Slender... Right? Yeah. I mean, okay, I, okay. I know it's a thing. I don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, <laughs> you don't really know my... We just watched the Slenderman movie. I, I, don't, I think it's just called Slender or something. Is it the one with the kids? Yeah. Okay. But I first heard of it in high school. It was like an old boyfriend who was playing this video game that was Bitch. like Slender. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> yeah. Stuck up off my girl. <laughs> but he used to play this video game and he was like, all his friends were like, oh, it's so scary. You're going to be so scared. And it was like kind of lame. Maybe I didn't like play it in the right setting. Hmm. But then they told me about this YouTube account called Marble Hornets and I watched it and it was very scary and I think we should watch it because it's so good. So it's pretty much like this guy had a school project and he was like a film student. So mm-hmm. he was like creating this story about, I don't even know, but the story was like called Marble Hornets and then Marble he, or Marvel? Marble. Marble. Okay. Like you roll some marbles on the ground. Yeah. And then Hornets like the yeah, Stinger. I got that, yeah. But he, like, got in too deep with this thing that he didn't know what it was, but he called it the operator, and he said that the operator was stalking him. And so he gave the stuff to his friend Jay and was like, I don't want to deal with it. Like, please just burn everything, blah, blah, blah. And then he, like, disappeared. And then so his friend puts these tapes on YouTube, like, can anybody help me? Do you know what this is? And then he gets in too deep, and it's like fucking crazy it's so good if you guys are not scared easily i would watch it even if you are freaking watch it it's so good we're gonna watch it okay but anyways hmm. so where did slender man start 
The operator. Well, he was, he's like, that's him in the, oh, the thing. Okay. As. No, I mean, like, where did this folklore tale Germany. start? No. Austria. Nope. I think in the U.S. Ireland. Oh. 2009. That's how, what? that's how new he is. Only 10 years old. Wow. So there was. That was 10 years ago. Yeah. This online competition called Create Paranormal Images on this forum called Something Awful. And it was pretty much people were like doing this like Photoshop competition. Like, ooh, can you make this creepy? And this guy, Eric Knudsen, decides to partake in it. And he did it under the pseudonym Victor Surge. Hmm. Okay. Brian loves a good pseudonym. Terrence Patterson. <laughs> that's all, that's all I'll say. Venmo Brian. He is a mild-mannered accountant from Iowa. He wears checkered shirts and a pocket protector. Ooh, sexy. With corduroys. Don't you go, wow, wow. Zip-off pants. No, corduroys. Zip-off pants. <laughs> For when it's Corduroys out. aren't zip-off. You can't. <laughs> what? That would look so bad. Let's make you think a... Terrence is going to wear zip-off corduroys? Fucking Terrence Patterson will, and he will rock them. All right. Anyways, so we pe- posted these two black and white images, and in both of them, I'll show you them. There's, like, children playing, and behind them is this, like, really eerie, tall, long figure with, like, no facial features. He's, like, he's just, like, a white feature- featureless face, and he's, like, in a black suit. And underneath the photos, he has eyewitness accounts so the first one it said we didn't want to go we didn't want to kill them but it's persistent silence and outstretched arms horrified and comforted comforted us all at the same time and then underneath it says 1983 photographer unknown presumed dead The second one said one of two recovered photographs from the sterling city library blaze notable for being taken the day which 14 children vanished and for what is referred to as the slender man deformities cited as film defects by officials fire at library occurred only one week later actual photograph confiscated as evidence 1986 photographer mary thompson missing june 13th 1986 i'm gonna show you the pictures okay here's one of the pictures so it's like a group of kids like coming towards the camera they're all kind of like yeah disgruntled and then there's a creepy figure i'll see it and then go to the second tab up top and it's like kids at a playground Ah. and there's a creepy figure by a tree that one seems to have more of a face let me see not really, though. You can't, like, there's no features. But do you see all, like, the tentacle arms? See how there's little, like, tentacle things coming out of him? Look at the ah, figure. See okay. him? So that's, like, one way he's depicted is with, like, mm. these tentacle features. Others are just, like, really long arms that can outstretch and get people. Okay. So people ate this up. This was, like, all that was said. It went viral immediately with, like, different stories. One guy created an origin story for it. His um, name was Throw Up, like, mm. on, on. I just, Throw I never up. read it in person, like, out loud. Mm-hmm. So it's spelled T-H-O-R-E-A-U. Yeah, like, Thoreau, like the author. Oh. 
but it sounds like throw up yeah, when you like say it a lot. Yeah, like throw up. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he, like, created, like, a folklore behind it. That wait, during... wait, wait. Just, so this is for the competition? Like, the for that those two images and the text below it was for that competition. That's so how it's the... fake. Yeah. Okay. So that's how... <laughs> that's how I don't know. I'm over here thinking maybe it's real, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, people, like... Uh, later on i like say how people actually are like no but like i think he's real like this is like people actually believe it's real yeah he like so throw up created this like folklore behind it was like back in 16th century germany a creature called the der grobman like came and like snatched children away and blah blah and he made like you know those old time sketches that they have of like folklores like and it's like oh this like creatures taking the child away so it was like this long bony skeleton dude like taking a child away told you it was from germany i know it was funny that you said that and like people went crazy about it the then marble hornet came out with the first ever like video series about it and today it has 500,000 subscribers like that follow it we need to watch it it's okay. so creepy and then in 2012 the video game was released called what the slender man video game yeah that's what wow. i told you in the beginning <laughs> you didn't tell me that in the beginning yes my ex-boyfriend played a video game about the slender man oh, okay that one okay <laughs> What do you think that was? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was a scary video game. Yeah, about the Slender Man. It's called Slender the Eight Pages. And within the first month, it got over 2 million downloads for oh, it. Wow. And then there are a few after that. And then there's been movies. We watched that one recently mm-hmm. that are like all about the Slender Man or all depict like a very creepy, like, Im- like mysterious man that you can't really see. Yeah, big lanky dude. Yeah. That's kind of like... It got real hyped up really fast. He became super successful just because of how mysterious he was as a character and the motives. It was like a really... He was was (laughs) smelling the microphone. It was a really great way for like people to just like run with this story and like make their own like, oh, he was seen here doing this. He's mainly seen in forests, abandoned places, and has the ability to teleport he oh man that must be nice yeah in marble hornets he's the first it's it's the first suggested that he has the ability to affect video and audio recordings oh yeah that was big in the movie we watched yeah people when he's near he becomes very people become very paranoid and delusional and like start just like thinking he's everywhere and like get random nosebleeds and just like go crazy pretty much Hmm. he is I we've kind of talked about he's known as a very tall thin man with unnaturally long tentacle like arms that can extend to like scare or capture people and his face is white and featureless and is mostly seen in a black suit so yeah your average creepy motherfucker yeah, yeah. so the slender man targets children and young adults they're either driven insane with unknown death or they disappear or he like has them do his bidding by like attacking like having them attack people or take people for him and it says if you investigate him that he'll come and like 
target you. What the fuck, babe? Come for you. What? You're gonna bring him in this house? Yeah. We're gonna have like a whole no, a whole discussion live on the podcast. Interview him. Don't you want to be the first to interview the Slenderman? I'm okay. Okay. So there's been so much talk about him. It's like so crazy that this. We literally know the origin story of him. We know where he came from, but people are still terrified of the idea of him and still see him as being real. And there's this blur between legend and reality where even after a few months of the photos being posted, people acted as if the origins were unknown or like they really think it's something real. So it's been this whole craze about it. So now we're in 2014. Yeah. I okay. feel like the internet is pretty good at that too. Yeah. And probably like it just restokes everything. Yeah. And yeah. it just gets it all hyped. And I think it became a lot bigger than he ever imagined it would. So now we're in Waukesha, Wisconsin. What? Yeah. I I thought I was going to be overseas. Waukesha, was, that's close. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm saying it right. W-A-U-K-E-S-H-A. Waukesha. Sounds right. Morgan Geyser, Geyser, sorry. Morgan Geyser and Peyton Lutner are best friends since fourth grade. They're like any young girls. They love to dress up. They love to, they love cats. I mean, who doesn't? Oh, I like cats. Cats are great. Cats are raw. And um, have a small obsession with Harry Potter. So much so that they're like running around the cafeteria like Voldemort's chasing them or whatever. Did know? they have wands? And not that I know of, but possibly. I used to run around with a back scratcher. Oh, I'm a wizard. You're yeah. a wizard, Harry. Look mm. at this little magical stick. There's actually, I was thinking about it, like from me reading the books, there's actually a lot more than wands. Like there's a lot more mm-hmm. that you might actually like. Mm-hmm. It's just that first book is like, here's Look your wand. my stick. Yeah. yeah. Very stick obsessed. Anyways... Now we're in sixth grade. Okay. And both the girls are 12, and Morgan meets this new friend, Anissa Wire. And they become super close, really good friends. Anissa and Peyton, Peyton don't really know each other well. Their main connection is through Morgan. So Morgan's like the girl that keeps them together. The trio, trio are known as misfits because they're not interested in boys and they don't. And they're not trying out for the Wakesha Extreme Dance Team, which that whole mm. sentence right there just really bothered me because it's like... Pretty sexist. Bitch, yeah. Like, they don't need to be interested in boys. They don't need to be doing dance. Like, my cousins do dance. That's awesome. That's great because they like it, but like... I did dance. I didn't do dance. And that doesn't make me a misfit. I was a little bit of a misfit, but... You shouldn't label somebody for those two reasons as a misfit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, one night, Morgan and Anissa are hanging out, and Anissa introduces the Slender Man to Morgan and tells her the story, and they're okay. on this creepy pasto wiki site, and they're like, ooh, Slender Man. And they become super obsessed, like so obsessed. And Morgan suggests that they... They need to impress him, and they need to get protection from him. So they're going to kill Peyton to prove they're worthy. Mm, sounds like a good idea. Yeah, because that makes sense. So Anissa's like, whoa, that's that's weird. It's a little much, bro. And then she's like, 
oh my god, that'd be so exciting because we're sixth graders and we could like totally prove that Slender Man is real because we're sixth graders and like probably the best people to prove that this is this is a real person. Yeah. Because yeah. that makes sense. But not like it you doesn't. Know. It doesn't. <laughs> not like like crime fighting paranormal hunter people that probably are already trying to look for him. True. Yeah. There's probably a contingency looking for him right now. Clearly, they did not watch Marble Hornets because that's not how to do it. I'll take your word. Yeah. So they believed he lived in a mansion in the Nicolette National Forest. And National Forest? Yeah. Oh, fuck. National yeah. Forest, man. Yeah. It's Slenderman. Same. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Oh, my gosh. It's Slenderman. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But I just... <laughs> I said it, babe. Okay, okay, okay. Oh my god, we figured it out. It spins. Because they're, okay. Because, like, you never know what happens to the victims. Guys, this is real. We literally figured out with my story and your story together. Well, sometimes they find out what happens to the victims. Well. So we'll just say, like. It's mysterious. Of the 1,200, we'll say, like, half of of them. Half of them were Slender Man. But it's mysterious cause of deaths. Okay. Anyways, so they were like, we'll go there, we'll go to his fancy mansion that no one's seen in the middle of the National Forest and live with him after murdering her. So they spend two months planning their attack. And on Friday, May 30th, it's Morgan's birthday. And Morgan's parents are always like, hey, it's your birthday. You can have a sleepover every year on your birthday. Mm-hmm. So after school, it's Friday, after school, Morgan and Anissa head to Anissa's house and pack a bag with clothes, granola bars, water bottles, and a picture of her family because she wants to remember them when she goes to the mansion, you know. Okay. And later, there's messages found on her Anissa's phone. And one of them is a will of her things. Like, you get this shit, you get this shit. Another one is... More like what the a hell bit. does she have as a sixth grader? <laughs> you can have my. You can have my. What are those bracelets? Silly bracelet things. Oh. The rubber silly band. bands. You can have my silly bands. Don't touch my Barbie dolls. The cat can have my cat toys. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the other one was more like of a like they kind of worded it as a suicidal note. It was. This is my final wish to those who care. Do not grieve my absence, but remember me for who I was. I love and cherish you all and wouldn't do you harm. Hmm. Like, creepy. It's a little weird. Yeah. So then they went to Morgan's house and drop off Anissa's backpack and then go to pick up Peyton with Morgan's father. And, like, the he drops them off at Skateland. And they're skating and disco music and stuff. And then they arrive. Skating or doing a thing. Mm -hmm. Roller skating or skateboard? I think it's like Skate World. Like roller skating. Okay. You went to Skate World as a child? No, I had fun and stuff. The frick is fun and stuff? Skate World. Everybody had a Skate World. Nope. What? It was like a... Skate World? Like a roller... Like you rollerblade. And then they have like... Yeah, fun and stuff. They have like prizes arcade games laser that tag. is such a lame name what no it's not it's fun and stuff ours is skate world it gets to the point mm. skate around the world because you're skating in a circle while but... having fun and stuff 
But what's the end stuff? I don't want the end stuff. I just want the fun. Can't just name it fun. I don't know, man. Dang Clevelanders. All right. So after Skateland, they get home around 930. And the two had a plan that at 2 a.m. they were going to kill her. They were going to duct tape her mouth, stab her in the neck, and pull the covers over her so it looked like she was sleeping. And then escape, like run to the mansion. But instead, the three spent the night playing around on their laptops, having fun, and then falling asleep. Anissa remembers that night and said that Peyton accidentally, like, kicked her in the head. And Peyton, or Anissa, like, purposely kicked her back in retaliation. Just be a little jerk. Okay. Morgan and Anissa then decided the next day they were gonna kill her in the bathrooms at a nearby park. Anissa told the police that she knew there was a drain in the floor there for the blood to go down. Mm. Which like, that's creepy. That's pretty creepy. That's, don't say that. Anyways, they wake up the next morning. They first decide, we're gonna crush up granola bars, put it into silly putty, and throw it at what? the ceiling. What? What talking about? <laughs> and throw it <laughs> What does that have to do with it? I don't know. It's in the article. <laughs> and then they freaked out like, oh shit, how do we get that down? Huh. <laughs> and then they were like, we'll deal with that later. So then they decided to play dress up. And Morgan's dressed as Data from Star Trek. Star Trek, Trek? yeah. Mm-hmm. The next generation. Favorite character. Peyton was like, I'm going to be Pink Princess because those are very pretty. And then Anissa creates her own character called a Prosty Troll. Oh, okay. Prosty troll. Prostitute troll? Yeah. Hmm. Anissa seems like the weird one here. You would think that, but you might be surprised. Okay. Later on. The girls work up an appetite, and they eat some donuts and strawberries, and then they ask Morgan's mom to go play at David's Park near their home. So, while recounting the story to the police, Anissa talks about morgan and like when they're leaving the house and morgan lifts her white coat and there's a big thin knife in her waistband Mm. and she kind of just like smiles at her and then anissa gave her a look with wide eyes thinking dear god this is really happening Mm. because they've been planning months for this and it's finally the day so they went into the women's restroom morgan hands anissa the knife the knife and tries to restrain peyton the next moment, Anissa, like, half-heartedly pushes Peyton against the brick wall. And then Morgan starts to panic and is like, oh, my God, this is happening. And she starts, like, pacing back and forth and, like, yeah. singing. She does a lot of singing in this. And it's then Anissa is like, seriously, you need to chill out, dude. Like, this was your idea. And then she begins petting her. Like, a, like a cat. Okay. She pets her. And then... Anissa is like, hey, we should all go play hide and seek. And the girls agree. And we're, like, at this point, no one's really sure, like, why Peyton was like, oh, I'll still hang out with you guys after you almost try to kill me. But I think it was just more like she didn't know if they were kidding around. And she thought, like, I mean, this is my best friend. We've been best friends for a couple years now. Like, yeah. it's very strange. So they go to play hide and seek. They walk to the end of the Big Bend Road, and it's where the asphalt turns to gravel and ends to where it just becomes woods. And it's, like, not, like, a big woods. It's more like a weedy area with bushes and, okay, like, 
like on the other side is like less than a mile on the other side is like less par paul parkway and a walmart so it's like not deep you know? okay morgan starts counting because they're playing hide and seek and anissa follows peyton to a hiding place and then she attempts to tackle her and isn't able to pin her down and then morgan runs and gives anissa the knife again and she's like no you take the knife so they're like giving each other knife she's like i'm too squeamish i can't do it and then while this is happening peyton is just like crouched in the dirt playing with flowers and like I think maybe she's just, like, blocking everything out. Like, okay, my friends are losing it. I don't know what to do. Okay. Morgan says, I'm not going to I'm not going to until you tell me to. And they both watch as, like, Peyton starts to walk away, and then she kind of stops. And Anissa says, Kitty, no. Or, Kitty, go. Go ballistic. Go crazy. Hmm. Which is, like... Ugh. It's weird. Yeah. And then Anissa hears Morgan say, Don't be afraid. I'm only a little kitty cat. And then she pushes Peyton to the ground and stabs her 19 times. Ugh. And, and the That's arms, close. legs, punctured her stomach, liver, and her pancreas and barely missed her artery near her heart. Oof. Yeah. That's These girls are 12. Intense. 12 years old. Yeah. You don't expect that. It happens, though. I feel like I heard somewhere that, like, Anissa also stabbed her, but I couldn't find it in the articles that I was reading. It was just, like, mainly Morgan, you know? Mm-hmm. And then when Morgan recounts it to the police, she says, stabby, stab, stab, stab. It didn't feel like anything. And then she makes gestures with her left hand. It was like air. Hmm. Bitch, you crazy. That's weird. That's so weird. It's a little off. Yeah, like, who, where did you get these ideas that, that's okay. Slender man. Very sure. It's just so creepy. They then told her... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Peyton starts screaming. She's like, I hate you. I trusted you. She struggles to get up and flee, but is unaccessible. And Anissa grabs her arms and leads her deeper into the woods. And they tell her, like, you need to just lay down. Morgan tries to cover up the wounds with leaves, and they both leave. And they run to Walmart and, like, like okay... If you were at Walmart and these girls come up all bloody, wouldn't you, like, excuse me, do you need help with something? Yeah. What the fuck? No one did? No, nobody said anything. They, they like, washed their hands, like, washed all the blood off in the bathroom, filled up their water bottles, and left for the mansion. Hmm. Huh. It's weird. Yeah, it's, like, very eerie. I don't know. People should be more aware of the people around them, I guess. They end up getting lost when they're hiking for the mansion because it doesn't exist. And they start freaking out on each other. Like, Anissa's like, I can't believe you fucking stabbed her. Bloody blah. I thought you knew where we were going. And Morgan confesses that she had made a telepathic side deal with Slenderman that if they failed to try to kill her, they failed to kill her at all that he was gonna take their families away and like kill them and stuff hmm. so she's like i had to do it i had no choice yeah and then a couple hours later the police find them singing and crying in the woods this is real yeah this is weird right a weird happening it gets weirder so luckily peyton survives 
We're so proud of her. What? Yeah, right? Doesn't seem right. After 19 stabs, yeah. she crawls her way up to the road and a cyclist found her and called the police. Mm. So we're like, you're a badass, Peyton. We love you. Yeah, yeah. Peyton. And then the girls are like in police custody and they told them all about the slender man anissa admits that slender that's what they called it mm-hmm. slender because they're close um first name basis right she was like i get it now like he's not real i know slender man's not real but morgan is like no he's very real he told us to do this he brought us to the woods and said like if you don't kill Peyton, i will kill your family so a little bit of, a little bit about anissa her parents got recently got divorced right before meeting Morgan. She had a very difficult time adjusting, was very depressed, and then met Morgan and was like, I found somebody I really connect to. Both of them were really into like the horror and whatever, like mm-hmm. gore. Yeah. She was very protective of Morgan. She said, I stand up for her every now and then because Morgan's like, a prime target for bullies at school. One time a boy got too close to Morgan and I kind of like, or sorry, and I kind of didn't like it. So I punched him kind of hard and he kind of started crying. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Probably because you punch him in the fucking face. Yeah. And then she even warned the police before they talked to Morgan about her Morgan's oddities. She said she can be a little dopey and forgetful of what she's saying in the middle of a sentence a lot because like she says she hears voices too hmm. <laughs> okay so let's talk about morgan okay morgan calls her often calls herself creepy like to people like hey i'm creepy and and one of her notes found in her room calls herself a mental case several psychologists ended up examining morgan and um they all found first there was no signs of her malingering which is like faking it like faking her insaneness and dubbed her mentally ill and likely schizophrenic which is extremely like unheard of for a 12 year old to be um to be diagnosed that schizophrenic yeah oh okay yeah so it's very rare um in court jill weidenbaum testified that morgan would bark in class fling bugs at people and was suspended briefly for bringing a hammer to school in january hmm sounds like sounds like a cool gal does she no sarcasm heavy heavy it was like a butter on toast yeah if you're heavy butterer that is (laughs) oh (laughs) it's like why don't rye? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't rye? <laughs> I can't think of anything. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like the hammer thing in January, that wasn't that long ago. It's May. Like, I just feel like a lot of things were very clearly messed up. Like, okay, so more information on our family her dad had a schizophrenic break when he was a young child around the same age their home is like super decorated gothic and all this stuff which like that doesn't explain anything you know that doesn't push it 
but his username for his email was I love evil in big letters. And then his Instagram was deadboy420. Huh. And literally a month before the murder, he posts this picture that Morgan drew and says, only Mogo draws Slenderman and Cran on a napkin when we're out to dinner. Hmm. I'm just like, it was literally a month. I just feel like your kid's 12 and she has this big obsession and you just got to be careful. And you should also like, if you're going to, I don't care what your usernames are and stuff, but like be very aware of how well, it you. It sounds like he's got some. Yeah. Some of his own schizophrenic type issues. I just feel like be very aware of what you show to your children and what you let them like, it's fine watching scary movies and telling scary stories, but if somebody's becoming obsessed, like, they found 50 pictures that she drew of Slender Man in her room mm. with the words, like, never alone, he still sees you, no eyes written on it. Huh. And she had the operator symbol, which is, it's a circle that's been X'd out. Oh, okay. And this symbol is to either fend off Slender Man or draw him closer. So it's like very obsessed with stuff. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. So Eric Knudsen, the creator of Slender Man, spoke to the medium on June 4th, 2014, said, I'm deeply saddened by the tragedy in Wisconsin. My heart goes out to the family of those affected by this terrible act. He, after that, would like not give any interviews, but it's like he felt personally responsible for this because it yeah. was his character. Which just sucks. Like, people took it the wrong way. Yeah, it's a hard position to be in. Yeah. The judge decided they were going to be tried as adults. In 2017, Anissa was sentenced to 25 years to life at a state psychiatric institute. And Morgan was sentenced to 40 years to life. Same situation. Three years locked confinement. Involuntary treatment in a psychiatric institute until complete resolution of symptoms or until age of 53. Okay. There was a recent article, January 2019, that Morgan was pushing appeal on the case because they're saying, like, she was a tried as an adult even though she had this mental illness and they knew of it. Yeah, that's but, what I was going to ask. Yeah, but... Because, I mean, she could plead insanity, but she's going to be in a mental hospital the rest of her life. Yeah, which is what she got. and But they're saying, like, if she wasn't tried as an adult, she would have gotten probably three years. Which I don't even think that's right. Like, I don't know. Um, I don't know whatever was... It was said that on February 1st, it was supposed to be, like, resolved, like, what was going to come of her appeal. But I couldn't find the article. But I did find that... Peyton's mother sent a letter to the ju- a letter to the judge saying that she still struggles to this day. Like after the incident, she went through six hour surgery to repair her heart, diaphragm, liver, stomach, and pancreas. Oof. She's twenty five, very red, visible scars that still ache over the three years that it's been, or however long. Like she's still in that pain. She's she struggles to cover them up. And it's, like, what should be, like, really big mother-daughter moments of, like, we're going to pick out your prom dress and, like, all this other stuff. Like, no, they have to worry about, is this actually going to cover up my wounds? Yeah. From somebody that I thought was, like, my best friend. You know? Lots of long sleeves. 
Yeah. She was just, like, broken. On top of the physical trauma, she had, like, the emotional side, too, where she would only speak to her mother for months, would only sleep with her mother. She never went into the basement because it was the last time she was down there. She was playing with Morgan. Mm. And when she finally started sleeping in her own bed, she still to this day has scissors under her bed and her windows are locked and like won't never opens her blinds or anything. That's rough. Yeah. And she had a little brother when all this happened. Yeah, man. So like, I don't know how you bounce back from that. Right. And this girl is saying, I want an appeal because I shouldn't be in a tried as an adult but what you did and how you reacted after it stabby stab 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 like what yeah that's so fucked up yeah it's a hard one i know because it's like you try to i mean you know the brain isn't already already formed and it's still learning things but i don't know to do something yeah. like that i feel like you shouldn't be like i don't know if you should be put in prison or whatever yeah. Well, you definitely shouldn't have access to normal society. Yeah. There was, like, a thing that was, like, at the age of eight is when you know when, like, something's, like, wrong. wrong or, yeah, yeah, wrong or right. And, right or wrong. Yeah. And, like, she was at the age of 12. Like, she should have known this wasn't something. Yeah, I mean, if I look back middle school, I was definitely very aware of things that were going on. Yeah. And then, like, after all of this happened, there was just big, this big hysteria that broke out. Like, oh, my child tried... Like, this one lady was like, my child tried to stab me or whatever and said it was Slender Man. And, like, there's just this huge, like, Slender Man fear because mm. everybody said that, oh, my child did this because of Slender Man. And, like, it just became this huge thing to, like, back to the beginning of this whole thing. It's like literally started from two pictures and two captions that a guy wrote yeah it's pretty crazy like it's crazy that we live in a day and age where things just blow up you know yeah into such a big thing so yeah it's pretty crazy yeah that it just started with that yeah i always thought it was going to be like a bigger story or like we don't really know the origins but it's like so cut and dry <laughs> yeah it's just all made up yeah literally like pretty much everything else. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird one. Yeah. It was like, I went down a rabbit hole of information because at first I was like trying to figure out stuff to do for Slender Man and like couldn't really find much. And then this story came and it was like so much information. Like there was so much more crazy shit behind it. But yeah, I could see that. Especially if Slender Man, like, is so big on the internet anything that happens because of him is going to get everybody that's into him on the internet and, and, yeah. yeah and just make it so much worse my question is did they ever get the silly putty granola oh yeah. yeah maybe <laughs> if it didn't dry do you think you had to like scrape it off like crusty probably yeah little uh, spackling tool yeah Is that it? Yeah. That's the story? That's the story. That's all she wrote. Fucking Morgan. Fucking. Um, if you want to tell us your theories on Brian's National Parks, even though we just yeah. figured it out with Thunder Man, or if you have any more information about the appeal that happened. 
Yeah, let us know. Yeah. If you have anything, you heard anything, blah, blah, blah. Stay coming out. alive. Uh, yeah, stay alive, too. Yeah, and cue the, the shit. Peace, bitches. <laughs> All right, guys. If you have any interesting, crazy shit to add. Anything. Email us at the scaredy cats podcast Do at it. gmail.com or find us on all the socials. All the socials. For Instagram, it's the scaredy cats podcast. Twitter, scaredy cats cast. Facebook, the scaredy cats. TikTok, the scaredy cats podcast separated by periods. Boom. Check it out now.